The following is a production of Phoenix Media. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! strange visitor from the planet Krypton who has dedicated his existence on Earth to the fight for truth and justice. Superman, who can leap tall buildings and bend steel in his bare hands as though it were paper, and who mingles with ordinary men disguised as Clark Kent, a mild-mannered reporter for the Daily Planet newspaper. As you remember, Kent and Lois Lane, the Daily Planet star woman reporter, were assigned to cover the opening day celebration at Happy Land Amusement Park owned by young Nancy Bardet, a close friend of Lois. Arrived at the amusement park, Kent and Lois overheard a conversation between Nancy Bardet and Midway Martin, owner of a competitive amusement park called Carnival Town, in which Martin threatened the young girl unless she sold Happy Land out to him for $15,000. Courageously, Nancy Bardet refused. With Lois at her side, she took her place in the horse-drawn silver carriage that was to lead the opening day parade through the crowd-lined streets of Metropolis. Clark Kent, suspicious of Midway Martin, drove to Carnival Town to see what he could learn. And then suddenly, stark horror entered the picture. The six white horses drawing the carriage in which Nancy and Lois were seated went wild and bolted down the street, headed for certain disaster. In the meantime, all unconscious of the impending tragedy, Kent, as Superman, is still at Carnival Town, at the rear of the shack in which Midway Martin maintains his office. Listen. No, I can't be wrong. That man who just drove up in a car and hurried into Midway Martin's office is the same man Nancy Bardet said she hired as a superintendent of the Happy Land Amusement Park. I'd remember his face anywhere. The name is Kelly. The question is, what's he doing here? Well, we'll find out soon enough without letting either of them know we're here. I wonder, is this door open? No, it's locked. And how about this window? Ah, that's open. Good. Now, to slide it up. Gently, gently. They mustn't hear me. Ah, there. That does it. Ah, looks like a back room. Fortunately, the door to the front room is closed. Well, I just swing myself up and over the sill. Ah, there we are. Ah, hear voices. Must be Midway Martin and Kelly in the front room. I'll get a little closer to the door. Come on, Did I ensure he's all set, Kelly? That's Martin talking. A job, Midway? No, but this one had me worried. Well, you can stop worrying. That part that day won't be running Happy Land no more. You fixed everything? Just like you said, Midway. Of course, but don't work. It'll work if you follow the instructions. Say, what was that stuff you told me to put under the harnesses of them horses? Looked like hunks of sugar. Acid crystals. 
When those horses begin to sweat, that stuff will melt and burn the hides off them. If that don't make them bold and turn that carriage Great over... Great Scott, I... they've fixed it so those horses will run away. I've got to get to the parade quickly. I may be too late now. All right, Martin. I'll be back for you. And you too, Kelly. Like some giant bird, Superman leaps high into the air, red cloak streaming in the wind, speeding to the rescue of Lois Lane and Nancy Bardet, trapped in the wildly careening carriage. Even now, the pain-crazed horses are thundering blindly down the street, while a loose front wheel on the carriage wobbles crazily. Nancy, the wheel is coming off! Let me kill both of us! Oh, why didn't I give it all up, Nancy? Up ahead, that bridge. It's being repaired. Well, the horses fell! Something drove it wild! They're flying! They'll go right through into the water! Jump, Nancy! Jump! It's our only chance! No! Don't jump! Stay where you are! The wheel's off! We're turning over! Faint it! Both of them! Now, one under each arm! There! Snatching Lois Lane and Nancy Bartett from almost certain death, Superman carries them to safety. Several hours later, in Midway Martin's office at Carnival Town... Who is it? Really? Open up! Oh, what's up? Hey, you look green around the gills. Look at this newspaper. It just come out. Wait a minute, close the door. What's this? Mystery man saves girls and runaway. I went downtown to see what had happened. Shut up. A mysterious Superman came out of nowhere early today and snatched two young women from the very jaws of death. Doomed when the six horses drawing the leading carriage of the Happy Land Amusement Park Parade went wild and bolted, Nancy Bardet, young owner of the amusement park, and Lois Lane, Daily Planet reporter, today own their lives to an unknown hero. Hey, what is this, a gag? No, Midway, no, it ain't no gag. It's on the level. Some guy hopped on a carriage, grabbed the two dames, and got them off just before the whole works turned over. But that ain't the half of it. Read down at the bottom of the page there about the horses. Huh? Uh, although the carriage turned turtle after losing a wheel, the crazed horses continued dragging the wreckage through Main Street, finally crashing into the bridge construction scaffolding and falling into the river. Who cares about that? Keep reading, Midway. Four of the horses were drowned and have not yet been recovered. Two were fished from the river by the police emergency squad and were examined immediately by Dr. Anthony City, veterinarian, who found that a corrosive acid had been placed under their harnesses. You see? See what I mean? Oh, what of it? Nobody knows we planted that stuff. Did we see you do it? No, there wasn't nobody around when I stuck it under the harnesses. You're sure now? I'm positive. Well, then they can't pin it on us. We still didn't stop that part that thing. It's front page publicity. will jam her park tonight. My joint look like a morgue. Got to do something to put a crimp in our setup. We got to do it fast. Say, what about what about putting some of her rides out at commission? Nah, nah, I should just get them fixed up again. Well, supposing there's an accident, it won't do her no good. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. You got something there? Mm. Well, we'll do it another way. We'll warn the people, tell them one of her rides isn't safe. And then, if an accident happens, the police will close Happy Land up fast. Yeah, but supposing the accident don't happen, you'll make it happen. What's her big ride? That roller coaster? That sky chaser? Yeah, but that's plenty safe. Yeah, it won't be safe by the time you're done with it. I, I don't like messing around with roller coasters, Midway. You won't lose anything. I'll pay you well. I know, but too many people are liable to get hurt. Maybe killed. Getting cold feet, Kelly? No, it ain't cold feet. It's just that I, I don't figure on all this rough stuff. Well, you know? from now on, you're taking orders. 
Whether you figured out it or not. Oh, yes? Well, supposing I decide to pull out. That wouldn't be very healthy for you, Kelly. I got a faint idea the cops would like to know who put that oxalic acid under those harnesses. Well, you wouldn't squeal. Wouldn't I? All right. All right, I'll play along. What do I do? Get back to Happy Land as fast as you can. What time tonight is she open the park? Eight o'clock. The first ride to start is a sky chaser. Perfect. You fix it so that somewhere along that ride, the car jumps the track. I can't do that. It's murder. Don't worry. Nobody will be riding in the car. I'm going to have some notices printed warning the people that the sky chaser isn't safe. I get Joe Blake to fly over Happy Land in his plane and drop the notices. When the crowd reads them, they won't take a chance riding the sky chaser. So what will that Dame do? Send an empty car over the roller coaster to show everybody it's safe. Oh, I get it. The empty car will jump the track and the cops will close the whole joint down, eh? Yeah, yeah, you catch on fast, Kelly. I'll get going. I'll call up and arrange to have the notices put in. Operator, give me main 4376. Time passes as Midway Martin, stopping at nothing to gain the upper hand, sets his diabolical scheme in motion. That evening, shortly before the scheduled 8 o'clock grand opening of the Happy Land Amusement Park, Nancy Bartett, Lois Lane, and Clark Kent all of whom have just arrived at the park, are conversing in the tent Nancy uses as an office. I can't believe it, Mr. Kent. It just doesn't sound possible. Well, it's true, Miss Bardet. I saw your superintendent, Kelly, go into Midway Martin's office at Carnival Town just after the parade started from here. And you think Kelly and Martin were responsible for making those horses bow? I wouldn't be at all surprised, Miss Lane. Wait, here comes Kelly now. Oh. You sent for me, Miss Bardet? Yes. Kelly, were you at Carnival Town this afternoon? Oh, me? Yes, you. Carnival Town? Now, what would I be doing there? Seeing Midway Martin and telling him how your little plan to kill those two girls worked out? That's a lie. What's happening out there? Why, an airplane's been flying around, dropping notices. What kind of notices? Saying the sky chaser ain't safe. What? Well, that's what the notices say. I'll get one. Lois, come with me. Here you are, Miss Bardet. They're all over the place. Listen to what they say. Notice to the public. The Sky Chaser ride at the Happy Land Amusement Park is not safe. Don't risk your life on it. But that's not true. Of course it isn't, Nancy. Look at that crowd. The Sky Chaser is supposed to make its first trip now. Nobody's buying a ticket. They're yelling and booing. Well, they've all got these notices. I know what I'll do. Lois, Mr. Kent, come on. Look at Nancy. She's climbing up on the ticket booth. She's going to address the crowd. be able to prevent Nancy Bardet from taking the first ride on the Sky Chaser? If not, is the young owner of the Happy Land Amusement Park courting death? Or has Kelly failed to carry out Midway Martin's orders? Tune in next time and follow the thrill-packed story. Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine. Behold my precious.
Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, uh huh? It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot box surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Browsers! With crates starting as large as 11 dollars per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media dot U-S forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it? You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, no, it's Superman. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Now, Superman, powerful, courageous visitor who came to Earth when the planet Krypton, his birthplace, was destroyed by a giant quake. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound and race a speeding bullet to its target. Superman, who wages a never-ending battle against crime and oppression, and who mingles with ordinary men disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for the Daily Planet newspaper. Foiled in his attempt to either kill or seriously injure young Nancy Bardet, owner of the newly constructed Happyland Amusement Park, Midway Martin, who runs Carnival Town, a competitive amusement park, has gone a step further in his campaign to ruin Happyland. A few minutes before the scheduled official opening of Happyland, circulars were dropped from an airplane warning the public not to ride on the Sky Chaser, Happyland's giant roller coaster, because it was unsafe. Facing ridicule and ruin, Nancy Bardet has volunteered to take the first ride and prove the Sky Chaser safe. Unknown to her, however, is the fact that the warning on the circulars is not an idle rumor. Midway Martin has arranged with his henchman, Kelly, superintendent at Happy Land, to remove a piece of the Sky Chaser track so that the first car will crash. We continue our story today. Nancy Bartett has already stepped into the first car, and Lois Lane is attempting to call her back. Listen. Nancy, don't. Mr. Kent, we must let her. Oh, it's too late. She's in the car. There, it's starting. But supposing the Sky Chaser is unsafe? I don't think Martin would try anything like that. Those circulars were meant to frighten everybody off. Where did that man Kelly go? Oh, what's the difference where he went? You think of the strangest things. Well, maybe it's not so strange. Look, the roller coaster car is climbing up that long grade. And Nancy's in it, alone. Oh, the poor child. I'm going to look for Kelly, Miss Lane. I'll be back. I should have known Kelly disappear in the excitement. Where can he be? Probably on his way to Carnival Town to... No, wait. There he is. Stepping into that public phone booth. Well, I'll just listen in and see who he's calling. There we are. Now, right up against the booth. I can hear every word he's saying. Midway, this is Kelly. The sky chaser's fixed, but the first car ain't running empty. No, the Bardette dame's riding in it. Now, I'm scrambling in a hurry. Okay, okay. Wait a minute, Kelly. Let go of me. Not until I learn what you did to the Sky Chaser. I'll talk fast or I'll break you apart. Oh, yes? Be careful. You'll hurt your hand. My jaw is tough. Yes? 
Getting me won't do you a bit of good, Kelly. I haven't time to fool with you. That roller coaster car Miss Bardet is in is nearing the top of the grade. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Now, quick. What did you do to the sky chaser? Nothing. I didn't do nothing. That's a lie. I heard you talking to Midway Martin. What did you do, Kelly? Oh, stop. Stop, huh? I'll tell you. I took out a piece of track, huh? Out cold. Must have hit him too hard. And at least I know he removed a piece of track from the sky chaser, but where? That roller coaster's a mile long. I could stop the car, but the thousands of people standing around would know something was wrong, and that would ruin Happy Land forever. No, I must find that missing piece of track. But first, back to Lois as Clark Kent. Lois, Miss Lane. Oh, here you are. And where have you been? Look, that roller coaster car is at the top of the grade, and I'm just quivering inside. Lois, Miss Lane. You'd better call an ambulance. What do you mean? Do as I say, please. Call an ambulance. I've got something to do. I'll see you later. I should say I have something to do. As Superman, I've got to search a mile of roller coaster track to find where that piece has been removed. It's a good thing it's dark. Up, up, and away! Leaping to the steel framework of the Sky Chaser, Superman races along the track, sharp eyes glued to the shining rails, looking for a break. And meanwhile, the roller coaster car carrying Nancy Bardet has reached the top of the first high grade. It hangs motionless for a timeless moment, then comes hurtling down like a giant bullet. Gathering momentum, the car screams around a sharp curve at better than a mile a minute. It roars through a dark tunnel with Nancy clutching the polished handrail, her teeth clenched, her face drained of color. Meanwhile, racing far ahead of the roller coaster car, Superman searches frantically for the place in the track where the piece of steel rail has been removed. Suddenly, he stops short, drops to his hands and knees. Ah, here's the break. Great Scott Kelly wasn't lying. Ten-foot length of track has been torn up. Unless I can find it and get it back into place, that roller coaster car will go smashing through the steel framework and down to the ground a hundred feet below. Where can the missing track be? What? What's that? The roller coaster car. It's coming. Speeding down the track. I've only got a few seconds. Where could Kelly have put it? Ah, hold on. What's that? Wedged under the ties. Oh, thank heavens. It's the missing piece of track. Out you come. There. Now to set it into place. Oh, look at that car bearing down on me. Oh, the bolts are missing. The car will hit it and jump the track. I'll have to hold it steady with my hands. One slip and everything's lost. Down low now. Steady. Steady. Here she comes. Lois. Miss Lane. Oh, I've been looking for you. Clark Kent, where on earth have you been? Everything's all right. Miss Bardet is safe. Are you mad? A few minutes ago, you said to call an ambulance. Now you say Nancy's safe. How do you know? Well, I, I ran around to the other side of the roller coaster. And I saw the car turning the final loop. It'll be, it'll be back here any moment now. I'd like to talk to you alone before Miss Bardet joins us. Do you mind stepping over here with me for a minute? Clark Kent, what are you up to now? Oh, this is serious, Miss Lane. There, now, I'll have to talk quickly. An attempt was made to wreck that roller coaster car Miss Bardet rode in. 
Well, how do you know? Oh, don't ask me how I know. Just take my word for it. And another thing. Tell Miss Bardette not to allow any cars to run over the Sky Chaser tonight. There's a piece of track ripped off. Who did it? Midway Martin? Well, I think so. But I haven't enough evidence to pin it on him. And that's what I want to talk to you about. I'm going to try to get the evidence. Well, it may take a day or two. Tell Mr. White back at the office not to worry if I don't show up. I'll be all right. But, but where are you going? Wherever the trail leads. I just deliver my message to Mr. White and keep everything I told you under your hat. All right, I'll be seeing you. Miss Kent? Well, wait a minute, Mr. Kent. Sorry, Lois, but I haven't time for explanations. I have to pick up Mr. Kelly and get friendly with him. I wonder whether he's still where I left him. Yes, yes, he is. He's coming, too. I don't think he'll recognize me. He only saw me once for a few seconds. And I'll just make sure and remove these horn-rimmed glasses. Oh, oh, oh. What happened, mister? Oh, oh, some guy slugged me. Oh, that's too bad. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. You mean out of the amusement park? Yeah, quick. Give me a hand. Yeah, sure, here. Get yeah. your arm around my neck. Right. Yeah, that's it. Oh. My car's at the gate. It's a black coupe. Do you think you ought to see a doctor? No, no, I'll be okay. Can you drive? Oh, yeah, sure. Well, I'll give you five bucks to drive me to Carnival Town. You know where it is? Well, sure, on the Loganville Road? Yeah, that's right. Now, here's, here's my car. Now, help me in, will you? All right, easy. Easy. Uh, uh, you all right? Yeah, yeah, but get going. Okay. Oh, you sure are in an awful hurry to get out of Happy Land, mister. Yeah, yeah. What's your name, buddy? My name? Yeah. Uh, uh, Jones. Uh, Bill Jones. Okay, Bill. Step on it, will you? Did anything happen at the amusement park, Bill? Uh, I don't know what you mean. Wasn't there an accident on the Sky Chaser? I didn't hear about any accident. Are you sure? Oh, absolutely. I was at the park from the time the gates opened. See, I was trying to land a job. I, uh, I do a strongman act. Oh, yeah? That's a good act, too. I bend horseshoes and drive spikes through six-inch boards. I spoke to Mr. Martin at Carnival Town about a job, but he said he wasn't hiring anyone. Uh, do, do you know Mr. Martin? The Midway? Yeah. Sure. I'm going to see him now. Oh, well, maybe you could put in a good word for me, huh? I'll work cheap, mister. Uh, uh, Kelly's the name. Oh, Mr. Kelly? Yeah, I'll talk to Midway. Hey, watch that bump. Oh. Uh, Sorry, I didn't uh, see it. That's all right. Just toss me up against you. Uh, turn in here. Pull up in front of that shack there. Okay. There we are. Uh, what did you say your name was again? Uh, uh, Bill Jones. Okay, now you just wait here and I'll see what I can do about a job for you. All right, thanks. Uh, hold it. Kelly. All right. Shut the door, quick. Well, for the love of... What happened to you, Kelly? I gotta talk fast. When I come out of the phone booth after calling you, some guy grabbed me and wanted to know what I did to the Sky Chaser over at Happy Land. I wouldn't tell him, so he beat me up. Who was he? I don't know, but he sure packed a punch. And when I come to, a guy was bending over me, and he helped me to the car, and he drove me here. He's outside now. He says his name is Jones, and he does a strong man. All right, who cares about that? What happened at the park? What about the Sky Chaser? I'm coming to it. This guy, Jones, says there wasn't no accident on the Sky Chaser. What? I thought you told me you pulled up a piece of the track. Yeah, I did, but Jones says... Well, you forget Jones. Well, maybe we better not forget him, Midway. He kept talking all the way over, and I had the feeling I heard his voice somewhere before. So when we hit a bump in the road, I jounced up against him and filched his wallet. Let's see what to... Here it is. Say, Midway, look. Look at these business cards. Clark Kent, editorial department, Daily Planet. Kelly, he's a reporter. What did he say he wanted? A job. 
You want a strong man act. Strong man act, huh? Must be the same guy who was here this afternoon. All right, Kelly, go out and bring him in. What are you going to do, Ledway? We'll give him a job, Kelly. We'll give him a job that'll last a long, long time. Is Clark Kent about to step into a trap set by Midway Martin? In his anxiety to get the goods on Martin, has Kent made a horrible mistake? A mistake that may bring harm to young Nancy Bardet and the Happy Land Amusement Park? Don't forget to tune in next time and learn what happened. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Now, Superman... Courageous visitor from the planet Krypton who can race a speeding bullet to its target, leap tall buildings at a single bound. And he walks about among ordinary men, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for the Daily Planet newspaper. As you no doubt recall, the Happy Land Amusement Park, owned by young Nancy Fardet, is the scene of excitement and danger. Twice in one day, Midway Martin, owner of a competitive amusement park called Carnival Town, has tried to seriously injure Nancy Fardet so that she can no longer operate Happy Land. But twice, Clark Kent as Superman foiled Martin and his crooked henchman, Kelly. When we last saw Kent, he was waiting outside Midway Martin's office at Carnival Town, applying for a job as a strongman under the name of Bill Jones, hoping to get concrete evidence against Martin and Kelly. In the meantime, everything at the Happy Land amusement park seems to be running smoothly. As our story continues today, we find Nancy Bardet and her close friend Lois Lane, the girl reporter, discussing the exciting events that have gone before. Listen. It doesn't look as though anything else is going to happen, Lois. Say, haven't you had enough? A runaway and an almost fatal accident on a roller coaster all in one day. More than enough. You know, I get cold shivers every time I think that if it hadn't been for Mr. Kent discovering that loose piece of track on the Sky Chaser, a dozen people would have been killed. Incidentally, I haven't thanked him. Where is he? Um, well, uh, he had a special assignment to cover. When you see him, Lois, please tell him how grateful I am. You mean if I see him? Well, you're bound to bump into him since you both work on the same paper. Yes. If he ever shows up, Lois... You're talking in riddles. Is anything wrong? Has anything happened to Mr. Kent? Well, not that I know of, but there's no telling when something may happen to him if he keeps on trying to play detective. What do you mean? Well, I suppose I might just as well tell you. Can you keep a secret, Nancy? Of course. Promise not to tell a soul? On my word of honor. All right. Come over here where it's quieter. Well, what is it, Lois? You've got me all on edge. It's simply this. Clark Kent suspects that Midway Martin, or someone he hired, removed that piece of track from the Sky Chaser in order to wreck one of the roller coaster cars. Why, it's almost murder. If someone had been killed... Yes, I know, but putting acid on those parade horses so they bolt and wreck the carriage you and I were riding in was attempted murder, too. And, yes, someone was responsible for it. Is Mr. Kent positive it was Midway Martin? Yes, but he has no concrete evidence. 
That's why he left here so suddenly, to get the evidence necessary to put Martin behind bars. Where did he go, Lois? That's what bothers me. I'm afraid he went to Carnival Town to see Martin. Oh, he'd just be fool enough to try and tackle Martin alone. Do you think we'd better call in the police? What good would that do? You can't throw a man into jail because you suspect he did something. No, there's only one thing I can do right now. Let's drive over to Carnival Town and see what's what. I'll go with you. Don't be silly. You've got to stay here at Happyland and keep an eye on things. No, I don't. Everything's taken care of. The rides are all working. The concessions are all open. I want to go along. Oh, we may run into trouble, Nancy. Trouble's my middle name. All right. You insist, but don't forget, I warned you, we may run into trouble. Come on, the car's over in the parking lot. Both Martin and his henchman, Kelly, are in the front room of the shack Martin uses for an office, while Clark Kent, masquerading as Bill Jones, waits outside in Kelly's car. You sure you didn't make my mistake, Kelly? Yeah, I'm sure. I, I told you what happened. Some guy slugged me when I come out of the telephone booth over at Happy Land. Yeah, I know all that. Well, when I come to, this guy sitting out in the car was bending over me. So I told him I'd give him five bucks to drive me here. Well, on the way, he said his name was Bill Jones. And then he did a strong man act. Go on. He didn't sound like no strong man to me. So just to make sure, I lifted his wallet out of his jacket pocket. And the business cards we found in the wallet showed he was Clark Kent, a reporter for the Daily Planet. That's right, Midway. Did he say he wanted a job here? Yeah. He said he'd seen you this afternoon, but you told him you weren't hiring nobody. Well, I've changed my mind, Kelly. Bring him in. Okay. Let him go. Step inside. Midway. This is Bill Jones. He does a strong man act. Glad to know you, Jones. Weren't you here this afternoon? That's right, Mr. Martin. You said there wasn't a job for me, but I, I thought sure, that... Sure, sure. You do a strong man act. Is that it, Jones? Yes, sir. Can you lift a 500-pound weight? Oh, easily, sir. How about a 1,000 pounds? Can you lift that? I think so. <laughs> That's a hot one. Shut up, Kelly. Well, Jones, we'll try you out. I've uh, got something in this drawer here. A bright, shiny, thirty-eight caliber revolver. Now, let's see how strong you are. Let's see whether you can lift your hands way over your head. Oh, Mr. Martin, well, why are you pointing a gun at me? I haven't done anything. Who do you think you're kidding? Bill Jones, strong man, huh? You mean Clark Kent, reporter? Frisk him, Kelly. Oh, just a minute. I don't know what you're talking about, Mr. Martin. Not much, you don't. Frisk him. Okay. Got the ladder, Bedway. I'm sure you're making a mistake, Mr. Martin. Oh, yeah? Where's that wallet, Kelly? Here, right here. That wallet came out of your pocket, wise guy. And the business cards in it prove that you're Clark Kent, a reporter for the Daily Planet. All right, what if I am Clark Kent? I want to know why you're stupid around here. And I better know in a hurry before I lose my temper. Hey, you were pretty smart, didn't you? Keep quiet, Kelly. Go ahead, Kent. I don't have to tell you why I'm snooping around, Martin. You know what happened at the Happyland Amusement Park today? I don't know nothing. All right, then I'll tell you. There were two accidents. One, when the horses pulling Nancy Barnett's carriage bolted and ran away. The other, when the roller coaster car she was riding in almost crashed because a piece of track had been removed. What's that got to do with me? Plenty, Martin. I think you were responsible for both accidents. Why, you dirty... Give it to him, Benway. Take it easy, Martin. You're in plenty of trouble as it is. Oh, I am, and I... Well, maybe this will get me out. Oh! Boy, you sure wagged me with that gun button, Midway. He's out cold. Tie him up. 
Get him in the back room. Hey, maybe we better rub him out. He knows too much. Don't be a fool. Think I want a murder rap hanging over me? What if he does know something? Can't prove it. Got him tied? Yeah. All right, drag him in the back room. We gotta work fast. Okay. Okay, leave him there. He'll be out for a good long time. Come on. Oh, I'll be out for a long time, will I? Well, maybe, as Clark Kent. But not as Superman. I had to make believe that wallop on the head knocked me out in order to get more information. Now, I'll just rip these ropes off. Now, I'll step a little closer to the door. Maybe Midway Martin will do a little talking. Yes. You can take hear them clearly. Well, I got an idea. They run fireworks in Happy Land, don't they? Yeah, every hour. What's on your mind? Fireworks are dangerous, I think. Something could go wrong. What do you mean? Instead of shooting off the regular fireworks, supposing we fix it so something got shot off to set fire to the whole amusement park. Nobody could pin that on us today. You sure figure things out, Midway. All right, let's get working. I got some stuff that'll make ashes out of Happy Land in an hour. Come on. I don't think you'll make ashes out of anything, Midway Martin. This is just the opportunity I've been looking for. The opportunity to catch you in the act. I'll make sure to get back to Happy Land in a hurry, and I'll be waiting for you. Now, up with the window. And away! Red cloak streaming in the wind, Superman streaks for the Happy Land amusement park like a shaft of light. Confident that at last he is about to get the evidence he needs. In the meantime, Midway Martin and Kelly have emptied the harmless powder from a giant firecracker and are filling it with an explosive that will bring fire and destruction to Nancy Bardet's amusement park. Listen. There. There, she's all set, Midway. Okay, take it over the car. Handle it gently. Yeah. Come in, I'll open the door. She's pretty heavy. Holy smoke. What's the matter? Shut that door, Midway, quick. What's up? That Bardet Damon, her friend, are here. You're sure? Yeah, they were getting out of a car. Listen, Midway, she mustn't see me here with you. I'm supposed to be working for her. She won't see you. Get in the back room. Well, what'll I do with this fire? Take her in the back room with you. Chances are we won't need it. How come? I've got an idea that in another couple of minutes, the Happy Land Amusement Park will belong to me. In fact, I'm sure of it. What new scheme for gaining possession of Happy Land Park is running through Midway Martin's mind? How does he plan to force Nancy Bardet to give up Happy Land? With Superman miles away, are Nancy and Lois any match for Martin's cunning? Tune in next time and learn what happened. Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Up in the sky!
Superman, valiant, courageous visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with a physical structure never before realized by mortal men. Superman, who can bend steel in his bare hands, leap a high building at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target. Superman, friend of the weak and the oppressed, who carries on a never-ending battle for truth and justice, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for the Daily Planet newspaper. When we last saw Kent as Superman, he was on his way to the Happy Land Amusement Park to foil a diabolical plot to set the park on fire. Midway Martin, owner of a rival amusement park called Carnival Town, has already made two attempts to ruin Happy Land after trying unsuccessfully to buy it at one-tenth its value from Nancy Bardet, its youthful owner. Both times, Superman stepped in at the crucial moment and prevented catastrophe. Once when the parade of horses were made to bolt to carry Nancy Bardet to death, and once when a piece of track was removed from the amusement park roller coaster. But this time, Midway Martin and his henchman Kelly planned to set fire to Happy Land and raise it to the ground. Having overheard their plans, Superman is on his way to Happy Land in order to wait there for Martin and Kelly and catch them in the act. In the meantime, Nancy Bardet and her close friend Lois Lane, star girl reporter of the Daily Planet, have become worried about Kent and his whereabouts. Together they have come to Carnival Town looking for Kent, unaware that Midway Martin is waiting for them, waiting anxiously. A new, even more diabolical plan for getting possession of Happy Land running through his mind. Listen. Oh, I don't wonder that Martin tried to buy you off, Nancy. This place hasn't a chance now that Happy Land's open. It's just a dump. I'm not even thinking about that now, Lois. Frankly, I'm worried. If anything happened to Mr. Kent, I'll never forgive myself. Well, if anything does happen, it'll be his own fault. It's about time he learned to mind his own business. Where do we find Martin? He has an office in that little shack over there. Well, come on. Clark Kent's been here. We'll find out soon enough. There's a light. Somebody's in. And then I'll knock. Lois, do you think this is the right thing to do? Shh. Someone's coming. Well, Miss Bardet, this is a pleasure. Come right in. You are the last person in the world I expected to see at Carnival Town, Miss Bardet. Well, you won't see us for very long, Mr. Martin. Where's Mr. Kent? I'm afraid I don't know you, young lady. My name is Lois Lane. I'm a reporter for the Daily Planet. Oh, the Daily Planet, huh? Well, that's very interesting. Very interesting. Has Mr. Kent been here, Mr. Martin? Or is Mr. Kent? You don't have to put on an act for us. All we want is information. Where's Clark Kent? Is this man Kent a particular friend of yours, Miss Lane? What difference does that make? Quite a lot of difference. As you'll soon discover. Now listen, Mr. Martin. I'm sick and tired of wasting time with you. Unless I get a decent answer out of you, I'll call the police. Please, Mr. Martin, tell us where Mr. Kent is. Mr. Kent is perfectly safe. For the time being... What do you mean? Just what I said. Nothing will happen to Mr. Kent, providing I get what I want. Where is he? What have you done with him? That's my business, Miss Lane. I'm going to make it the business of the police. Give away that phone. I will not. Operator, operator. Give me that phone. Oh. I'm giving the orders now. You can't get away with anything like this, Lois. Please. Well, he can't. I'll have him thrown into jail. I don't think you'll do anything, Miss Lane. If you want to see Kent again... Mr. Martin, why are you doing this? What is it you want? I want the Happy Land Amusement Park. 
And I'm willing to pay 15000 for it. Well, you can't have it at any price, you blackmailer. Please, Lois. Happy Land belongs to me. I can do anything I want with it. But you can't give it to that rat for one-tenth of what it costs to build. I got the papers right here on my desk. Together with a certified check for 15000 Don't sign any papers, Nancy. He's nothing but a thief. You'll keep out of this, girlie. Now, Miss Bardette. If I sell Happy Land to you, will you release Mr. Kent? Why, of course. That's part of the bargain. Sign right here. Nancy, don't. Wait a minute. Hello? Good way. This is Kelly. Oh? Kelly. Hey, listen, Mr. Kent. I'm trying to tell you. I ducked out the back window because I had to get to a phone. Kent? Kent. What? Yeah, he beat it. When those things came and I went into the back room, I found them gone. The ropes are busted. Why, that's impossible. Well, maybe, but he ain't there. Now, what'll I do? Get my car ready. We'll be leaving in ten minutes. Okay, Midway. I'm sorry, Miss Bardette, but I haven't any time to waste. Sign right here. She's not going to sign anything. That suits me. I'll be seeing you. What about Mr. Kent? I'm afraid you won't see Mr. Kent again. No. Come back. Let him go, Nancy. He's bluffing. Mr. Martin, come back. Will you sign? Yes, I will. All right. Here's the bill of sale and a pen. Oh, you're making a big mistake, Nancy. That's none of your business, girlie. He's bluffing, Nancy. There. I've signed it. Where's Mr. Kent? Why, I'm afraid your smart little girlfriend was right, Miss Bardette. I was bluffing. Kent isn't here. You'll probably find him back in Happy Land. Well, so long. Thanks for everything. Lois, he can't do that. Lois! Well, he's done it. But, but it's crooked. Can't we call the police? Too late for the police. Now listen to me. I'm going to follow Martin. We've got to get that bill of sale back. My fear means you're found. You see if you can locate Clark Kent. Tell him to wait at Happy Land for my call. Is that clear? But Lois, you can't go alone. Something may happen. Now, don't you worry about me. You locate Clark. Tell him not to budge until he hears from So long, Lois. <laughs> Leaving Nancy Bardett in tears, Lois Lane courageously follows Midway Martin into the darkness with no thought of the danger confronting her. An hour passes. And back at Happy Land, Nancy and Clark Kent anxiously await the telephone call that has not yet come. Listen. You say Lois said not to budge from here until I heard from her, Miss Bardett? Yes, that's what she said. Oh, you don't think anything's happened to her, Mr. Kent, do you? Oh, no, I'm sure nothing has. Now, Lois can take care of herself pretty well. Well, she was foolish to follow them alone. Oh, I, I told her not to, but she wouldn't listen to me. Oh, why did all this have to happen? It's my fault. Oh, no, no, you, you mustn't say things like that, Miss Bardett. But it's true. I shouldn't have sold Happy Land at the beginning. Well, you... Oh, that's Lois. I'll take it. Hello? Hello? Is it Lois? Oh, hello? Doesn't seem to be anyone on the line. Hello? Hello? Hang up and maybe she'll ring back. Yeah. Probably an out-of-town call. Been over an hour since she left Carnival Town. Do you know whether Kelly went with Martin? Well, I'm not sure. It's strange, but I still can't believe that Kelly was working with Martin all the time. How could I have been such a fool as to hire a man like that to run Happy Land? The very man who would do me the most harm. Oh, well, after all, Miss Bardett, you didn't know he was Martin's henchman. You, you couldn't possibly have even guessed it. He... I suppose not. Why doesn't Lois call? Now, now, don't you worry. She will. Say, uh, incidentally, Miss Bardett, 
That paper you told me you signed for Martin, uh, what did it say? Oh, I didn't even bother to read it. Nothing seemed to matter then. He said it was a bill of sale. Uh-huh. Did he give you a copy of it? No. All he gave me was a certified check for $15,000. One-tenth of what Happy Land is worth. Oh, well, I can see now why Lois was so anxious to follow Martin and recover the bill of sale. If we don't, I'm afraid Midway Martin is the new owner of Happy Land. But, Mr. Kent, aren't there laws to protect people against crooks like Martin? Yes, yes, there are, Miss Bardette. From what you tell me, the transaction appears to be absolutely legal. After all, you signed the bill of sale and he paid you $15,000 for the amusement park. But Happy Land's worth $150,000. That's what my father spent to build it. Well, we'll find some way of getting it back for you, Miss Bardette. If the law can't help us, we'll take other steps. It's been five minutes since that phone rang. Oh, I'm getting nervous waiting. Oh, now, oh, there it is. I'll take it. Hello. Lois, Lois, where are you? I can't understand you, Lois. Speak louder, will you? Oh, I still can't understand you. It's a bad connection, Lois. Wait a minute, will you? Operator. Operator. Number, please. Uh, operator, this connection is bad. I, I can't hear the party. One moment, please. All right, thank you. It's Lois, Miss Bardette. But I can't hear a word she's saying. Where is she? Well, I don't know yet. Probably some country town. Here's your pardon. Oh, thanks. Hello? Hello? What? This is Lois. Yes, yes, Lois. Where are you? I followed Martin and Kelly. I know that, but where are you? Where, where are you calling from? I think they discovered I was following Lois, them. Lois, answer me, will you? Where are you? Oh, I'll tell you. Now, listen carefully. I'm an old Lois! Lois! Operator! 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 Hello! Operator! Where is Lois Lane? And what was responsible for the sudden interruption that put an end to her telephone conversation with Clark Kent? Did Martin and Kelly surprise her at the phone? Or has something even more sinister menaced the courageous girl reporter? How will Kent as Superman speed to a raid? with nothing to go by but a few muffled words over the wire. Don't forget to tune in next time for the thrilling, smashing climax of the story. Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash silverageheroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior! Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. 
I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Now Superman, courageous visitor from the destroyed planet Krypton, who has come to Earth with a physical structure never before dreamed of by mortal men. Superman, who can twist steel in his bare hands, leap tall buildings in a single bound, and race a speeding bullet to its target, and who fights the battle of truth and justice on Earth, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for the Daily Planet newspaper. When we last saw Kent... He and young Nancy Bardette, owner of Happy Land Amusement Park, were waiting at the park for a telephone call from Lois Lane. If you remember Midway Martin, owner of a rival amusement park, Carnival Town, had made a number of attempts to put Happy Land out of business. Failing at that, he tricked Nancy Bardette into selling it to him for one-tenth its value. Courageously, Lois Lane followed Martin in her car to retrieve the bill of sale Nancy Bardette signed. As our story continues today, the telephone call from Lois has come through. But before she can tell Kent where she is, a muffled cry comes over the wire and the line goes dead. Frantically, Kent tries to raise the operator. Listen. Operator. Hello, operator. Your party disconnected, sir. I know, operator, but where did that call originate? Where did it come from? One moment, please. Thank you. What happened, Mr. Kent? Something went wrong. Rose was just about to tell me where she was when she was stopped from talking some way and the line went dead. Oh. Trying to get the operator to trace the call. Oh, Mr. Kent, what could it have been? I don't know, Miss Potter. Whatever it is, it looks serious. Wait a minute, the I have the information you requested, sir. That call came from the Colonial Hotel in Parkville. The Colonial Hotel in Parkville. Thank you very much. Parkville's about 50 miles upstate. Yes, I know where it is. I'm going to leave at once. Can I come with you? I don't think you'd better, Miss Bardette. You stay here and keep an eye on the amusement park. I'll call you and let you know if anything happens. You won't forget, because I'll be waiting here anxiously. No, I won't forget. Goodbye. Don't worry. Poor kid. Eating her heart out. Blaming everything on herself. Well, maybe it's not too late to teach Martin a lesson. And get Lois out of whatever danger she's in. Not if anyone can do it, Superman can. Oh, it's dark enough here to make the change. There, that does it. Now, off to Parkville and the Colonial Hotel as fast as I can make it. Up! Up! And away! Superman speeds swiftly to the rescue, winging over hill and valley like some giant bird, his strange, curious power driving him through the night with incredible speed. But meanwhile, 50 miles from the Happy Land Amusement Park, Lois Lane is suffering uncomfortable moments. Trapped in her hotel room by Midway Martin and his henchman Kelly, she faces them with defiance on her lips, fear in her heart. I won't tell you who I was calling, and nothing you do will ever get it out of me. Pretty cocky, aren't you, Miss Lane? You can call it that if you care to. He was calling that reporter, Kent Midway. I know all about it, Kelly. Maybe you'd better go down and see that the car's gassed up. I've changed my mind about staying here overnight. We'll keep moving. Okay. Now, Miss Lane, perhaps you'll tell me why you followed us here. What did you expect to gain? I want that bill of sale you tricked Nancy Bardette into signing. You have no right to it. Every right in the world, girlie. I paid for the Happy Land Amusement Park, and it's mine. Lock, stock, and barrel. You paid for it. You mean you stole it. Have it your own way. 
All I know is that I've got a legal bill of sale. And just as soon as I return from taking a little vacation, I'm going to take possession. That's what you think. Uh, No, no, I don't think it, Miss Lane. I know it. And if you take my advice, you'll keep your pretty little nose out of my affairs. You know, uh, you might get hurt. I'm not afraid of you, Midway Martin. You can't frighten me. Is that so? Well, supposing I decide to take you with me, just to keep you out of trouble. You wouldn't dare. There are still a few laws in this country that you're afraid of. Really? Well, girlie, you're coming with me. Laws are no laws. Come on. Let go of my arm. Come on, come on. I said let go of my arm. Behave yourself, girlie. I'm warning you. I'll behave myself just the way I should. How's this? Oh. And this. Stop. Guy, you little fool. Stop it. Stop it, I You're said. a thief and a swindler. Stop. He tripped. Oh. He tripped and fell. His head struck the chair. He's stunned. Oh. Bill Sayer. Oh. It must be in his pocket. This is my chance to get it. Oh. Yes. Here it is. Oh, what a break. Now to slip by Kelly and get back to Happy Land before Martin comes to. If I can get a five-mile start on him, but it's safe. Certainly worth trying. Well, here goes. Taking her life in her hands, Lois leaves the hotel unobserved. Hurries to her car and starts back to Happy Land with the precious bill of sale that means everything to Nancy Bardet. But Midway Martin, only stunned by his accidental fall, recovers quickly. Finding Lois and the bill of sale missing, he and Kelly give chase in a high-powered car. Keep your eyes peeled for a taillight, Kelly. We ought to be pulling up on her soon. Well, what if she didn't take this road, Midway? She took it. It's the only decent one. Yeah, what's that up ahead? Car, coming this way. You know, I still don't understand how she got away with that bill of sale. Never mind that. She's got it. And we've got to get it back. That piece of paper is worth over a hundred grand to me. Sure. Watch it. Watch it. Sharp curve up ahead. I see it. Boy, the road gets narrow through here. There's only two lanes. You think it's safe to be doing 60? Not getting nervous, are you, Kelly? No, but we're going up into the hills. The road runs along a cliff. There's a hundred foot drop on the right. Don't worry, this car handles like a baby. That jalopy she's driving can't do more than 30 along here. Look out! I didn't see that one coming up. Boy, we almost went over. The wheels skipped. All right, all right, pipe down. There's a car up ahead of us. Yeah, yeah, that must be her. Well, what are you going to do? Pull up ahead of her and block the road. Yeah, but what if she don't stop? She'll stop or get killed. Hold on, here we go. Must be getting pretty close to Parkville. Been following that road all the way up. There's only one thing that worries me. Martin may have skipped and taken Lois with him. If he did, I may have trouble locating him. Faster, faster! Couple of cars down on the road. Say, one of them is traveling fast. Too fast for a narrow road like that. Look at him skid around that curve. He's mad or drunk. Great Scott, what's he trying to do? Catch the car ahead of him? The fool, he'll either crash into it or go over that cliff. I'd better hang around in case anything happens. Down! Down! We've got her, Kelly. She can't get away now. She won't pull over. She's hugging the middle of the road. I'll get her over. Look out! Look out! She'll crash! Hey, listen. Who's running this car? I tell you, she won't get over, Midway. All right, then we'll force her over. Hold on. 
Good way. Hey, room. I'll make room. Don't, don't. You'll kill us. Look out. She's going over. Over the cliff. A maniac. He pushed that small car off the road. Over the cliff. It's falling. Turning in over end. I've got to catch it before it crashes. Down. Down. Scott, someone fell out of the front seat. Can't bother about the car now. Got to save whoever it is. Down. Faster, faster. Now, another few feet. There, I can I can reach out. Just in time, too. There, I've got her. There. Now to land and see what's what. There we are. Great heavens. It's Lois Lane. That means the car chasing her was Midway Martins. Evidently, they wanted something. That means they'll be back. Yes, there's the car parked on the road. It's Martin's car, all right. I'll just hide behind this big rock and wait for them to come down to get what they're after. They'll get it, all right. They'll get plenty. Well, there's not a, not a chance that she's alive, Midway. Ah, uh, who cares? All I want is a bill of sale. Yeah, but it's murder. You forced her off the road. Shut up, you fools. Who's to know it except you and me? I know it, Martin. Who's that? You can't see me, but I can see you. I watched you kill that girl by forcing her car over the cliff. You'll hang for it, Martin, and you too, Kelly. No, no. Run with the way you run for your life. Running won't help you. Here I come. He's got me. I told you running away wouldn't help. Here, try this. Oh, oh. And this for you, Martin. Stop. Now I'll give you both something to remember me by. No, no, no. Now for the finishing touches. This is yours, Martin. Stop. And now you, Kelly. Stop. Uh, out cold, both of them. I'll dump them into their car, come back for Lois, and get them to the police before they've even come to. Hop! Hop! Get away! Oh, it was a mystery to me how I escaped being killed instantly. The last thing I remember, my car was going over the cliff. I wouldn't think about it, Lois. No, Miss Pye, that's right, Lois. You were lucky, that's all. And I was lucky you happened to come along that road when you did, Mr. Kent. Or Martin would have gotten that bill of sale out of the wrecked car. Well, he's safe now. Safe behind bars. And incidentally, Lois, haven't we a story to write about the Happy Land Amusement Park? And what a story. Well, come on. Goodbye, Nancy. See you soon. Goodbye, Lois. Goodbye, Mr. Kent. And thanks a million. Oh, forget it. Lots of luck with Happy Land. So, once again, Superman, with his strange, unbelievable powers, brings happiness where there was only sorrow. But new adventure is even now looming on the horizon. No matter what it is, you may be sure it will have its share of thrills and excitement. So don't forget, be with us next time for the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman! Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine. Behold my precious. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here. Uh-huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box! Woohoo! Yeehoo! To the Loot Crate video box, what's with kids today, huh? 
Rouses! With crits starting as low as $11.99 per month, those are facts just about for all collectors in. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it? You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Now, Superman... Mighty visitor from another world who came to Earth when the planet Krypton was destroyed by quakes and explosions. Superman, who can bend steel in his bare hands, leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, and walked about among human beings disguised as mild Clark Kent, news reporter for a great metropolitan paper. As our story opens today, Kent is passing through the city room on his way to the office of his chief, Editor Perry White of the Daily Planet who was sent for him to discuss vacation. As Kent pauses at the editor's open door, Mr. White is reading a letter convulsed with laughter. Listen. I beg your pardon, Mr. White. Uh, you sent for me, didn't you? Oh, yes. Come in, Kent. Hey, get a load of this, Mr. Rich. Uh, close the door and sit down. What's up? Something good? I'll say it's good. It's a letter from Jimmy. Jimmy? Yeah, you remember him, young Jimmy Olson. Used to be copy boy for the city room. Used to be. Mr. White, Jimmy hasn't been fired, has he? I haven't seen him around lately. Jimmy fired? Oh, of course not. He got sick. Uh, you know, he helped his mother in a store. He was going to night school. We worked him pretty hard here at the paper. Oh, say, that's tough. Jimmy was a mighty good kid. Oh, he's all right. He's back at work for another month or so. We sent him off on sick leave. But you ought to read the letters that he writes me. Oh, that's so? Why, where is he? Helping a place on the New England coast. It seems he had a nest near Margate Breakwater, a place called Lighthouse Point. You ever hear of it? No, I don't think so. But Jimmy has an aunt, has he? Uh, Miss Louisa Horn of Horn House. Uh-huh. Regular down east Yankee. <laughs> but that's only the half of it. I think the boy's been reading a bunch of old dime novels in the attic. <laughs> Why? What's he say? He says he's got a front page story, and he wants me to send a man up to cover it. <laughs> so? <laughs> in fact, he suggests that I send you, Ken. Oh, no. No, thanks, Chief. I'm due for a vacation. Well, why not New England? Lobsters, clam chowder, sailing, dude ranches. Huh? Uh, no, no. Uh, dude ranches are out west, aren't they? Uh, joking aside, Mr. West, what does Jimmy say? Oh, uh, he's knee-deep in mystery with all the trimming. Ghostly noises in the dead of night. Footsteps where there aren't any feet. What? Lights from abandoned lighthouses. Oh, is he kidding? Well, not intentionally. This is the third or fourth letter, and each one's wilder than the last. Say, he's seriously advising you to send me up to investigate? <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Says he'll meet you at the dock with his cat boat and run you out to Lighthouse Point. Uh, he's quite a boy, all right. Uh, here, uh, take the letter back to your desk and read it. Uh, but before you go, Kent, uh, you're entitled to three weeks off. You want it now or later? Oh, let it go, Mr. White. I'm not in any hurry. Uh, wait a minute, Kent. Sit down. Uh, city room. White. Mr. White, this is Jimmy. Jimmy Olsen. What? Jimmy? Well, what in the... Where are you? Up at Margate. I'm calling long distance. Listen, Mr. White, you better send Mr. Kent up here. No fooling. What, what are you talking about? Now, look at here, Mr. young man. Mr. White, honest. I'm serious. You mean to tell me you're wasting your money on long-distance calls? It's my own money. I had to do it, Mr. White. There's a story up here, a big story, and I'm the only one that knows about it. Mr. White, it's a smuggler. What? Smuggler? 
How do you know? That's only part of it. I don't want to tell the cops I'm giving it for the paper. Mr. White, you just got to send Mr. Kent. I tell you, you got to. Oh, my God. Jeepers. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy, are you there? No use, Mr. White. He's gone. Somebody or something drove him away from the phone. A little idiot. Oh, a joke's a joke. But to spend four or five dollars on the long-distance call... I don't think he was joking, Mr. White. I've known Jimmy pretty well. He's as level-headed a boy as you'll find anywhere. Did he say something about smugglers? Yes. He said that was only part of it. I think I'll change my mind, Mr. White. What do you mean? I think I'll take my vacation now, after all. And up in New England. Are you serious? Absolutely. Did you mention a catboat a while ago? Kent, you're out of your mind. Well, maybe, but I like sailing. And when it comes to those Yankee dude ranches... Uh, uh, no wisecracks. And if you're really going... I really am, Mr. White. I'll wire Jimmy to meet me with his catboat. For one thing, I want to know why he left that phone so suddenly. All right, Kent. Have a good time. And if you do get a story up there, remember the paper that pays your salary. Cloaked in darkness, Clark Kent as Superman speeds north to the rock-bound coast of Maine to Margate Breakwater, where young Jimmy Olsen waits eagerly. Boarding Jimmy's small cat boat, Kent embarks on the short run to Lighthouse Point over choppy water and in a freshening wind. Well, Jimmy, you've certainly learned to handle this old cat boat. I do all right, Mr. Kent. How do you know where you're heading in the dark and all? Oh, that's easy. See that light straight ahead of us? That's Crumble Island. Oh. Where your aunt's house is located? Oh, no. Aunt Louise's house is on Lighthouse Point. Oh, I see. But her lighthouse hasn't had a light in it for years. It's deserted. Did you say her lighthouse? Yep. Her grandfather built it. Old Joshua Horn. So he could find his way into his own dock. What's the matter? What are you looking at? Oh, that light on Crumble Island's gone out. It's disappeared. Oh, that's all right. Probably a rain squall. Yeah. I just felt a drop. Can we get through it all right? Oh, sure. The lighthouse will show again in a minute. We just keep right on till we pick up the bellboy and then bear off to the right. You mean starboard if you want to talk like a sailor. <laughs> okay. But look, I was going to tell you why I left the phone so quick. I had to because I seen them coming right into the store where I was phoning from. Then who? The guys. Same fellas I wrote Mr. Kent about. It's a gang, Mr. Kent. They're after something in Lighthouse Point, and I'm betting right now they're smugglers. Twice already, I've seen them come ashore in Lighthouse Point at night. The dog scared them off, but that isn't all. Well, that's plenty if it's true. Wait till I tell you the rest. What's the matter now? There's someone coming up astern in a speedboat. I don't see any lights. How do you know? I hear them. Aren't they required to show lights by law? You bet they are, Mr. Kent. It's them, the smugglers. Turn out your light, quick. I don't hear anything, do you? Yes. Listen. Now I hear it. Coming up fast. What do we do? What if they're after us? Sit tight, Jimmy. They're shearing off. Must have seen your running light. Gee, what do you know about that? Mr. Kent, it must be that. Huh. Queer business, all right. Now, what are they up to? Search me, but I'd sure like to know where they're heading. So would I. Jimmy, you started to tell me something just before that boat came up. Oh, yes, about me and Aunt Lou. It was night before last, Mr. Kent. Uh -huh. I don't know what time it was, but I woke up and heard the dog barking like anything. So I went down to see about it. Your aunt's dog? Yes, Tiger. At least that's his name. But he doesn't live up to it. Well, what was the matter? Aunt Lou was there, too. We were standing in the kitchen, and all of a sudden we heard something. Down in the cellar. What? I'm telling you, just as clear as anything, Mr. Kent. Say, it's beginning to rain. There's a slicker in the cabin. Oh, never mind me. 
What was it you heard in the cellar, Jimmy? There was a big bump. Then it sounded like somebody was dragging something. In the cellar? Right under where we were standing. But now get this, Mr. Kent. We went down there. Aunt Lou got a lamp and we went right down. But when we got down the stairs, that cellar was absolutely empty. Are you sure? You bet I'm sure. And here's another funny thing. The dog shut right up and never made another sound. What do you make out of that? Look here, Jimmy. Is your aunt alone in the house right now? Yes. She's waiting up for us. Why? Give the boat all the sail she'll take. I have an idea. The sooner we get to Lighthouse Point, the better. Okay, I'll give her canvas. Any idea where you are, Jimmy? Pretty close in, I guess. There's the Crumbo Island light again. I'll think you just pick up the bell, boy. What's the course? Straight for Crumbo Island. That's the light. So we hear the boy and then turn into the creek. Now huh. oh, the light's gone again. No, it isn't. It just can't see it in the rain. There it is. Say, that's queer. It's winking. Look. Crumbo Island, steady. What the dickens? Jimmy. Jimmy, watch where you're heading. I think I see rocks. Rocks? There can't be. Say, where are we, Mr. Kent? You better take the tiller. I'm going up in the bow. All right. Just hold her steady. Something queer about this. I don't understand that light. It seems mighty close. And that speedboat. If I thought he wouldn't see me, I... Mr. Kent! Uh... Hey, look out! Put her over! Over hard! Rocks! We're crashing! Come back here, Jimmy! Jimmy! Help! Help! Overboard. He was thrown clear. Got to get him. The boat stove in. We're sinking. Jimmy! Jimmy, where are you? Great heavens, not a sound. Jimmy! He must have hit his head. He's drowning. He's got to get up where I can see things. Up! Up! There he is. Ten feet underwater. And tangled in seaweed. Down! Down! Now then, he can't stand much of this. Got to tear that stuff loose. There. That does it. Now up! Up into the air! Uh, out. And I hope I'm in time. There's a shoreline just beyond those rocks. Looks like a beach. Up we go! Up! Up! Oh, gee. What happened? Jimmy, sure you're all right? I'm all right. I... I remember pitching off the bowhead. Where are we? On some kind of a beach. Now, don't try to sit up. You got a nasty crack and you swallowed a lot of water. I'm okay, Mr. Kent. Say, that's the lighthouse. Look. What lighthouse? Ours, Aunt Lou's. Mr. Kent, what the dickens? We've come ashore on Lighthouse Point. Well, how could we? We were heading straight for the light on Crumbo Island. Or were we? Mr. Kent, that light, it wasn't on Crumbo Island at all. It was right here on the point. I thought it was queer, winking like that. But, gee, there hasn't been a light up there for 50 years. Mr. Kent, what's going on? Jimmy, quiet. Someone running. Running up the beach. Mr. Kent, quick. Let's get him. Where are they? Can you run? All right, come on. Now. I see him. There they are. It's only one. Great Scott, it's a woman. Oh, she's falling. She's down. Quick, Jimmy. I'm with you. A woman. Gee. There, look. Why, why, Mr. Kent... That's Aunt Louisa. Aunt Lou. Steady, Jimmy. I don't think she's hurt. Just stunned. Aunt Lou. I don't understand. All right, Jimmy. What was your Aunt Lou doing on the beach in this rain? And why was she running away? Mysteries are piling up thick and fast on Lighthouse Point. 
Who was in the speedboat that passed Kent and Jimmy without lights? Why was there a winking lamp in a lighthouse dark for 50 years? And what was Miss Louisa Horn doing on the open beach in a driving rain? Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman! Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Now, Superman... Champion of the weak and the oppressed. Valiant fighter for truth and justice. Faster than an airplane. Stronger than a locomotive. Who appeared on Earth from the planet Krypton. And who walked about among human beings as mild Clark Kent. News reporter for the Daily Planet. Sent to the home of his aunt on the coast of New England to recover from an illness. Young Jimmy Olsen, copy boy for the Daily Planet, has run into mystery and has persuaded Clark Kent to join him. Meeting the reporter late at night with a small cap boat for the trip back to Lighthouse Point, where his aunt's house faces the open sea, Jimmy poured out his story. Mysterious figures moving about at midnight, quiet footfalls without a trace of living men. But suddenly, as a rain squall swept down, Jimmy's story was interrupted by shipwreck. Following a false light, the cat boat ran full on the rocks of the point, and its passengers, Jimmy and Clark Kent, made sure just in time to meet a further mystery. A ghostly figure running up the beach stumbled and fell. Turned out to be Jimmy's Aunt Louisa Horn, stunned from the fall. But that story continues today. Kent and Jimmy have carried the old lady back through the dark and the rain to Horn House, and they're attempting to revive her. Listen. Gee, you think she's hurt bad, Mr. Kent? She's awful white. I don't think so, Jimmy. Don't seem to be any bones broken. More as if she'd fainted. I wish there was something we could do. Well, got any spirits of ammonia in the house? Gosh, I wouldn't know. She's breathing all right, Mr. Kent. I think she's coming around. What in the world do you suppose she was doing out there in all that storm? You've got me. When we saw her, she was running away back up the beach. Jimmy, you don't suppose your aunt had anything to do with that queer light, do you? Gosh, I don't see how, Mr. Kent. I don't see how anybody could have anything to do with it. Just like I told you, there hasn't been a light in that lighthouse for 50 years. Well, there was one tonight. Somebody deliberately tried to wreck us on those rocks. Who owns it? The lighthouse? Yeah. Aunt Lou owns it. Her grandfather built it, old Captain Joshua Horn, so he could bring his clipper ship into his own dock. What? You mean a ship the size of a clipper could dock here? They did. Anyway, that's what Aunt Lou says. You see, the point makes a regular little bay, and the bay leads right into Lighthouse Creek. Uh... You can see it tomorrow. Uh... Mr. Kent, she's coming, too. All right, Miss Horn. Christopher. Oh, Chris. Oh, uh... What's that she said? Sounded like Christopher. Christopher? She must mean Christopher Horn. I think that was a nephew. Was? Why, is he dead? I don't know, Mr. Kent. She don't talk about him. It's kind of a secret. Secret? Why, what do you mean? Well, I, I guess it's all right to tell you. Aunt Lou thought the world of Chris, raised him up from a kid, then he just ran out on him. Oh, who's that? What's happened? It's all right, Aunt Lou. You just fell and gave yourself a bump. Christopher. No, it's not Chris, Aunt Lou. It's, it's Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, Yes. Yes, now I remember. I must have fainted. You fell, Aunt Lou. You were out on the beach and you fell. Oh, my lands. I guess I did. I remember now. 
Isn't there something I can get you? Oh, no, no. I'll, I'll be all right. And Lou, what were you doing out on the beach in the pouring rain? Pouring rain? Well, my soul, I should say it is. I'm wet to the skin. As soon as I feel well enough, I'll go right up and change. Yes, but what happened, Miss Horn? Why did you leave the house? Leave the house? Yes. Oh, my lands, why shouldn't I leave the house, Mr. Kent? With you and Jimmy out there in a tiny catboat and all that storm. Yes, I, I was scared to death something might have happened to you. But gee, Aunt Lou. I thought maybe I could holler to you or wave a lantern or something. Wave a lantern? Say, that reminds me. Do you know anything about a light up and... Oh, oh my ankle. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry, Jimmy. Did I step on your foot? Gee, I'll say you did. Oh, I was just going to get your aunt a glass of water. I don't need no water, thank you. Had plenty as tis. I think I'll go upstairs now. Aunt Lou, what's the matter? Listen. Yes, that's it. That's it. That's the noise we heard before. That's right, Mr. Kent. It's down in the cellar. Quiet. Don't make a sound. Hear it, Mr. Kent? What is it? I think it's about time we found out. Where are the cellar stairs? No. No, don't you go down there. There ain't nothing. Jimmy and I did that once before. We won't see a thing. We've got to find out what it is, Miss Horn. You'll be hurt. Now, don't you do it. Miss Horn, do you know what's down in that cellar? No. No, and I don't want to know. Well, gosh, I do. And so do I. Come on, Jimmy. Now, Miss Horn, you stay right where you are. Jimmy, grab that flashlight. Mr. Kent, it's on your own head. Here's the door where the stairs go down, Mr. Kent. And don't you worry, Aunt Lou. Be careful. Come on, Mr. Kent. Be careful, Jimmy. Keep quiet. Here's the door at the bottom that leads to the cellar. Don't open it. Wait a second. I want to listen. Don't hear anything now, Mr. Kent. Say, what did you kick my ankle for? Oh, I'm sorry if I hurt you, Jimmy. You were asking your aunt about the light in the abandoned lighthouse. Well, sure I was, but why should Jimmy, I... your Aunt Louisa knows more about all this than she's telling. What? I'm positive she does. What was she doing out on the beach? She said she was looking for us, but don't forget she was running back toward the house when she fell. And why didn't she want us to come down here to the cellar? Golly gee, Mr. Kent... You don't think Aunt Lou's doing anything wrong, do you? I don't know. All I do know is that she's not telling us the whole story. Now, now, be quiet. Listen. I don't hear anything. Aren't you going in? Yes, but let's listen first. There it is again. All right, now, let me go first. Door, it's locked. Mr. Kent, break it in, quick. Once more, I'll do it. There we are. Now, we'll see... I'm with you, Mr. Kent. Where are they? Jump in Jiminy, Mr. Kent. Why, it's not possible. Jimmy, there isn't anybody here. The cellar is absolutely empty. Mr. Kent, it can't be. Look back at those chests. Look underneath them. Now, there's not a sign of anything or anybody. But listen, there was something. We both heard it. I know we did. Whoever or whatever was in this place a minute ago is gone. But they can't be gone. Look for yourself. Nothing but a cat could get outdoors through that narrow window. And the walls are solid stone. Well, not solid. Stone blocks cemented up. Well, what's the difference? Gee, Mr. Kent, you don't think anybody could get through those, do you? Jimmy, give me that flashlight. Now, you go upstairs and bring back a hammer. Quick. A hammer? Yes. What kind of a hammer? Oh, I don't care. The bigger, the better. Mr. Kent, what are you going to do? Hurry up now. Get a move on. I'll show you when you come back. And tell your aunt we're all right. She may be worried. Quick, all now. right. I'll be right back. Hurry. Aunt Lou. Aunt Lou, where's the hammer? Mr. Kent, the hammer? Now then. I had to have some excuse to get him out of the way. Something mighty queer about all this. I have an idea that finding out what it is is a job for Superman. 
While Jimmy's upstairs, I think we'll see what's under this floor. Looks like solid bricks, but you never can tell. Ah, let's see if I can rip up a few. Try these over here. Ah, no good. They are solid. Laid in cement. Well, maybe somewhere else. Mr. Kent! What? What's that? I thought I heard something. Mr. Kent! Mr. Kent, quick! Jimmy, he's calling. What's happened? Jimmy, Jimmy, look. Look, do you see a tube? Get Mr. Kent. Get him out of that cell. Mr. Kent! Mr. Kent! You can't let Jimmy see me like this. Back to Clark Kent. Quick. Jimmy, I'm coming. What is it? What's the matter? Aunt Lou, tell him. Mr. Tell Kent, him. my lantern don't hardly seem possible. Well, quick, Miss Horn. What was Why, you was in the cellar. I just happened to turn my head and look out the window. Yes, go on. I don't know what made me. I just happened to do Please, it. Please, Aunt Lou, never mind all that. Tell him what you saw. Mr. Kent, just as plain as I see you now, just as plain as anything, I saw a light. A light? Where? Mr. What Kent, kind of a light? Mr. Kent, it was high up, off on the point. I can't believe it, but if you was to ask me, I'd take my dying oath it was in the old lighthouse. Miss Horn, are you sure of that? Yes. Yes, it can't be, but I'm sure I wasn't seeing things. There was a light in the abandoned lighthouse, where there ain't been a sign of a light for 50 years. Mr. Kent, what's going on? What is it? That's what we're here to find out, Aunt Lou. Jimmy, have you still got that flashlight? Right here. What are you going to do? Where are you going? We're going out to the lighthouse on the point, right now. I'm with you, Mr. Kent. Now, Miss Horn, you stay right here. Now, wait. Have you got a gun what? or a pistol or anything like that? A gun? Yes. Oh, my soul, don't you give me no gun. I wouldn't ask to use it. Well, you can use it just to make a noise if anything happens while we're gone. Aunt Lou, there's that old shotgun in the closet, and there's shells, too. I'll load it up for you. Jimmy Olsen, don't you touch that gun. You leave it be. There you are. Put it right here on the table. All right, Jimmy. Now, where's the flashlight? Okay, now, come on. Now, wait. Come on. Miss Horn, that, that cellar door at the top of the stairs, we had to break the one at the bottom. Does this one lock? It's got a bolt. My lands, what in the world are you... There, that'll do it. There we are. All right now, Miss Horn. We won't be long, but whatever happens, keep that door bolted. And stay out of the cellar till we get back. And if you want help, Aunt Lou, try that gun. All right, Mr. Kent. It's still raining, Tom. Go ahead, Jimmy. Be careful now, Miss Horn. Stay right where you are. Mr. Kent, you and Jimmy, be careful. You look out. This way, Mr. Kent. Watch where I flash the light. What, what's the matter? Wait, Jimmy. Stop right here. Put out that flashlight. Golly, what's up? Jimmy, think carefully. Did you see that light in the lighthouse? Or did your aunt? Why, why, Aunt Lou, dear. Uh-huh. And you didn't see it at all. Well, gee, no. When I looked, it was gone. But come on, what are we waiting for? Well, we're going to wait right here. I'm going to watch the house. But why? To see what your aunt does now that we're gone. Jimmy, what's she afraid of? Why is she trying to get rid of us? You mean... You mean she was trying to get us out of the house on purpose? I don't know. But I do know this. Until something happens, we're going to stay right here and wait. And watch. More mystery at Horn House. Which way to go? Was there really a light in the old abandoned tower on Lighthouse Point? Or is old Miss Horn trying for reasons of her own to get rid of Kent and Jimmy Olsen? What will she do now that she's alone? Tune in next time and follow the exciting story of Superman. Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. 
You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Now, Superman, valiant fighter for truth and justice, mighty champion of the weak and the oppressed, who has appeared on Earth from the planet Krypton with a physical structure never before attained by mortal men. Superman, who is stronger than a locomotive, faster than a speeding bullet, and who walks about among human beings disguised as mild Clark Kent, news reporter for the Daily Planet. When we last saw them... Kent and young Jimmy Olsen were on the New England coast at the home of Jimmy's Aunt Louisa Horn. Curious events have led them to think that a mysterious group, possibly smugglers, are trying to use Miss Horn's house for their own end. Hearing sounds under the kitchen, they had burst into the locked cellar, only to find it deserted and empty. Kent then sends Jimmy upstairs on an errand and was about to investigate as Superman when Miss Horn's voice brought him back up. The old lady swore she had seen a flashing light in the old tower on Lighthouse Point, abandoned for over 50 years. Kent and Jimmy dashed out into the night toward the point, but once clear of the house, Kent pulled the boy back. Possibly Miss Horn was merely trying to get rid of them, he explained. Better watch. See what happens. Our story continues today. Kent and Jimmy are crouched back of a bush. Before them, the lighted windows of Horn House. Beyond them, the dark tower of the old lighthouse. Listen. Listen, Mr. Kent, no fooling. You don't really think my Aunt Lou had anything to do with this, do you? Jimmy, I don't think anything, not yet. All I know is there are some very peculiar things going on in the neighborhood of Horn House. What do you mean? Keep your eyes on that window. What's your aunt doing now? Not a thing. She's just sitting there at the kitchen table. What do you mean by peculiar things, Mr. Kent? First of all, the location. It's unnatural for smugglers. Lighthouse Point goes out there to make a little bay, then the beach and Horn House, and then Lighthouse Creek, where the dock is. Oh, they couldn't ask for a better location. But, gee, Aunt Lou's not a smuggler. Now I didn't say she was, Jimmy. But I do say this. For some reason or other, maybe it's a perfectly good one, she's not telling all she knows. Uh, did she get up just then? Don't think so. No, no, she just moved a chair. Go on, Mr. Kent. Well, she's frightened of something. She's afraid, but she won't tell us why or of what. Golly, I don't see what that proves. She's scared somebody's going to break in on her. I wonder, Jimmy. If that's so, why was she out on the beach in all that rain and storm when our catboat was wrecked? She said she was looking for us. Ah, but when we landed, she was running away from us. And what about the light in the lighthouse? Did we actually see one there? And did your aunt see one while I was in the cellar? Or is she just trying to get rid of us for a while? Gee, I don't know, Mr. Kent. Yes, I do, too. What? Mr. Kent, look behind you. Look at the tower of the lighthouse. Great, Scott. Jimmy, there's a light. Your aunt was telling the truth. About that, anyway. Come on, quick, run for it. I've got the flashlight, Mr. Kent. Let me go first. Do you know the path? Watch out for those rocks. It's not far. Less than a hundred yards. What do we do? We get there. We'll find out who's working that light and who he's signaling to. Almost there. Take it easy. All right. Let's... Don't I hear a boat off there in the fog? I don't hear anything. Oh, never mind. Where's the door? Right here. Golly. Mr. Kent, look. It's open. Jimmy, 
Anybody live here in this lighthouse? Not now. When Aunt Lou ran the farm, the farmer lived here. That's what the wire's for. Wire? Where? Oh, yes. The telephone wire. Aunt Lou ran a telephone to the house in case she wanted to talk to him. Quiet now. Snap off your light. Golly, I should have done that before. They'll see us for sure. I don't think so. All right, come on, up the stairs. Take it quietly. I'll go first now. Mr. Cantor, what do you think's going on? Uh, Jimmy, you remember we heard a boat on our way across the bay? Yeah, speedboat. And right after that, we saw the phony light. The one that wrecked us. But what of it? Look out for the railing. All right, thanks. After we got into the house, we heard people or something in the cellar. But we didn't find anything. Well, we didn't really look. But I'll bet I know what's happening. That speedboat was guided in by the light. and landed something near enough to Horn House, so we heard them. And now they're getting away again. And that's what the light's for. Smugglers. It must be. I shouldn't wonder. Now then, how high is this tower? I don't know, but we're almost to the top. I keep it quiet now. There we are. Now, you stay right here on the last landing. Where does that door go to? Into the light rope. I want to come with you, Mr. Kent. No, no, there may be trouble. You stay right here. Keep the flash. What's that big bell? That's the old fog bell. Take it easy, Mr. Kent. Listen. I'm moving around in there. Steady. I'm going to crash that door. You stand back, Jimmy. Mr. Kent, you should have brought the shotgun. Don't need it. There may be trouble, like you said. Got to take a chance on that. Stand back now. Oh, wait. Maybe the door's not locked. I'll try the latch. Quiet. Not a sound. It's locked all the light. The light's still going. I can see it through a crack. Now, Jimmy, whatever happens, you stay right where you are. Or beat it back to the house. Maybe that'd be better anyway. No, I'll stay with you. I'll keep out of the way. We've got this fella. There's no way out except down these stairs. He can't get away from us. Maybe you better wait until he comes out. No. Whatever he's doing, it's time we stopped it. But I don't want you to be mixed up in it. It's no place for kids. Oh, please, Mr. Kent. I'm not a kid. You go down the stairs. Wait for me down below. All wait. right. Now, go on, Jimmy. If you say so. Follow if you need me. I will. Still in that lamp room. And I think it's time he had a visitor. Now! Who's that? What are you doing with that light? Put it out and put down that gun. Where'd you come from? Stand back! Look out! I said put down that gun. Quick! Oh. I told you not to. Now we'll see how you bounce. I'll quit that. Put me down. What do you think you're First getting... of all, out with that light. Oh. Oh, put me down. You're killing me. All right. Oh. I'll put you down. Oh. There. Oh. Now, quick. What was that lamp for? And what are you doing around Horn House? Hurry up. Start talking. You'll never know. Listen. There's the boat now. And you can't stop me. Stop. Come back here. Oh, oh, he went through the window. It's 50 feet down. Well, I hope it's deep water. Gotta go after him. Out we go. Out. 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 He made it. He's swimming. No, he's not. He's sinking. Must have struck a rock. He's going down. Uh, there's the boat. They're trying to get to him. Pick him up. Well, let's see who's quicker. Down we go. Right into the water. Now. Now then. Got to get him before he drowns. Then I'll get that boat. There he is. Got him. Now, up. Up. I'll hold you with one hand, my friend. And take care of your pals with the other. Ah, there they are. 
I see me. Scared to death. Well, look out for yourselves, boys. Here we come. Wait, what's that? The bell, the lighthouse. Jimmy, Jimmy's in trouble if he reads the bell. I've got to get back there. Can't stop to worry about the boat now. Got to get back and help Jimmy. Up we go. Up, up, and away. Kent, where are you, Mr. Kent? Coming, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Coming. What's the matter? Are you all right? I'm all right, but what about you? Golly, whatever happened? Come here, let me a hand. Our friend in the tower went overboard. Right through the window, and I went after him. It did, Jiminy. Did you hurt yourself? Well, I didn't, but he did. Here, give me a hand. Get him inside. He's out like a light. Yeah. Jimmy, what was the matter? Was it you ringing the bell? Mr. Kent, I was scared. You were gone, and I didn't hear anything. It told me not to go up to the light room, but that wasn't all. Yeah, here we are. Golly. All right, help me put him on that bench. That's it. Now get him back to the house and see what's what. Go ahead, Jimmy. What happened? What scared you? Mr. Kent, it was the telephone. The telephone? What are you talking about? Mr. Kent, just after everything got quiet up where you were, I heard the shots. Golly, what happened? Oh, never mind that. He missed me, and then he jumped through the window. Go on with what you were saying. Mr. Kent, the telephone rang. It rang like anything. When I took it off the hook and answered it, there wasn't anybody there. What do you mean? Just what I said. All it did was ring, but there wasn't anybody on the other end. Quick, Jimmy. Where does this telephone go? I told you, it runs between the lighthouse where we are right now and the big house. You mean your aunt's house? That's the only house there is. Jimmy, where's the phone in the big house? I mean, where does it hook up? In the kitchen, right where Aunt Louisa was. Well, quick, tell me, how does it work? What, what, what do you do to make it ring? Just push a button right under the phone, and a bell rings at the other end. Huh? There it is again. Listen. Jimmy, you keep your eye on that fellow on the bench. If he moves, sing out. Okay. Hello? Hello, who's there? Miss Horn? Miss Horn, is that you? Miss Horn! What is it? Isn't there anybody there? Yes, yes, there is. There is somebody there. Right at the other end. But they won't answer me. Miss Horn! Or if it isn't Miss Horn, who is it? Mr. Kent, hang up and ring the button on this end. Make it ring in the kitchen and see what happens then. No. No, I don't want to do that. I've just thought. Jimmy, it may be that your aunt doesn't want to make a noise. Any noise at all. She doesn't dare talk. Golly, why? I don't know. You keep your eye on that fellow. He's moving. Jimmy, I've got an idea. Listen, I'll send a message to your aunt on this phone. You keep quiet. Miss Horn, listen to me. If you can't talk, if you want help quickly, ring this bell three times. Miss Horn, can you hear me? When I hang up, if you want us to come quickly, ring this bell three times. Golly, do you think she heard you? Shh, wait, Jimmy. Wait. Phone bells ringing urgently in the dimness of the old lighthouse. What has happened to Aunt Louisa Horn, left alone facing the locked door of her own cellar? Who was the stranger picked up by Kent after his plunge from the lighthouse tower? Where is the speedboat headed after its terrifying glimpse of Superman winging down from the night sky? Don't forget to tune in next time and follow the thrilling story of Superman. Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us 
forward slash Silver Age Heroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior! <laughs>